Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Leanne here, and welcome to another episode of The Business of Thinking Big. I am so excited for today's episode because today we are talking about one of my favorite things ever, vacations. That's right. If you don't know this already, I worked in the travel industry for many years and I helped probably thousands of people take vacations of a lifetime. And I truly believe in the value of taking quality time away from work. In fact, I believe in it from a human perspective because I believe that life is meant to be enjoyed and traveling, spending time with our family, rest and relaxation are part of a joyful human experience. But I also believe in taking time off from a productivity standpoint because studies have shown that the more time people take breaks, the more productive they are, which is why in countries like Sweden and Norway, they have insane amounts of time off and they embrace that and they all take their vacation and it's all paid. Um, I don't know the exact weeks, but I feel like it's like six or seven minimum paid weeks a year vacation that they get. And here in North America, we are not as forward thinking as some of those countries. And if you had a job like I did, I think the standard minimum number of weeks of vacation here in Canada was three weeks vacation. Now, when I was working in the travel industry, I had four weeks vacation that I could take however I liked and combine that with long weekends. And I also had a couple of paid weeks every year that I could take and do a research trip. So go on one of our amazing trips that we sold and research the tours and the hotels and the restaurants. And it was one of the most fun parts of the job, as I'm sure you can imagine. But as a salesperson, I needed to know this stuff. And so we got to go to Iceland and we went to, I went to Spain twice. I got to take my sister on one trip. I got to take my husband on another. And when we went to Iceland, I actually got to take, uh, my kids. Julia was almost two. Uh, I guess she was about 18 months and Alex was not born yet, but technically he was there because he's in the pictures. The baby bump is still there. So. I really believe that life is meant to be enjoyed and that this world is so amazing and we should be out there and seeing it as much as possible. And when I had that job, I was able to finagle about six weeks of time away from the office every single year. And I loved it. And I look forward to all those weeks. Now, Fast forward to when I became an entrepreneur, I quit my job in 2016 and I started working for myself. And I was in that hustle phase. I was in the beginner stage where, which I talked about this in a few episodes ago in episode 22, letting go to grow. I was at that beginner stage where I was doing all of the things and hustle, 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 right? So that's that stage. And in that stage, I really didn't feel like I could take time away from the business. I felt like it would be irresponsible. I felt like I would lose momentum. Truth be told, 
I was new to running my own business and my own schedule, and I was a little fearful that I might just kind of start slacking altogether if I took too much time off. I know, crazy, right, that I think that. Um, But that was the first year, and I think I took maybe a total of about 10 days away from the office, like aside from weekends and long weekends, I maybe took um, two short trips that year. Um, I think it was only one, though, because I really just didn't feel like I could take the time away and that my business would still succeed and that I would still succeed. So fast forward to today, I now take several weeks of vacation a year and I believe in taking time away with my family because they are so supportive of what I do and what I do is not a traditional, like most moms on the block are not doing what I do and not working in the way that I work, but because they're so supportive and amazing I want to take time away with them. And uh, in year two of business, I was able to start taking time completely away from my business, meaning no computers, no social media. I was able to shut it down and um, I was able to come back and my business was not only still standing, but I had grown my leads in that time. I had new inquiries waiting for me when I got back. So I really believe in the power of taking vacations. And as I say, There's a lot of scientific proof that backs up the fact that the more breaks we take, both on a micro level, so in your day, and on a macro level in your year, the more breaks we take, the more productive we are. That is why we all get the best business ideas in the shower or when we're out for a run or on vacation because our brain is not on autopilot anymore. Our brain is open and ready to receive new ideas because we're not thinking about it and we're not forcing it. So I want to reference a couple of resources here. Um, There is a fantastic book. It's called The Five Choices, and it has three authors. It's uh, it's, It's by Corey Kogan. Adam Merrill, and Lena Rene, I believe the name is. So it's available on Amazon. It's called The Five Choices, The Path to Extraordinary Productivity. And I love this book so much because it is a champion for doing less. And I've mentioned in the last few episodes, Kate Northrup's book as well, which is called Do Less. This book is more specific to how to get productive by doing less and, uh, or it's just, I shouldn't say more specific. It's just different really. And in the book, they reference, um, Stephen Covey's four quadrants. So Stephen Covey is the author of the seven habits of highly effective people. You may have heard that book. It's been around for a long time. And he talks about how we use our time and that our time is divided into four quadrants and things are either Uh, of low or high importance and low or high urgency. And he says, we spend a lot of our time in areas that are urgent, but not important. So that's quadrant three in his little quadrants. You can look this up online. And those are things like, got to get it done now, but it's not actually moving the business forward, i.e. putting out fires, dealing with customer complaints, dealing with urgent issues that come up that have to be done right now. And it's really hard to focus on the big picture, right? Or the bigger strategy when we're putting out fires. And he talks about the fact that we need to be spending time in quadrant two, um, which is not urgent 
but it is important. So those are things like strategic planning, creative thinking, basically the times where we get the very best business ideas. And as visionaries, that's where we want to be spending a lot of time, but most of us aren't spending that kind of time. And I believe that we can be carving out time for that in our week. We really should be carving out at least a couple of hours for Q2 thinking, uh, Q2 type of stuff. So critical thinking, strategic planning, big picture stuff, right? We should be carving that out in our week. However, those moments can also come to us on vacation. When we're, our brain is completely shut off from the business, that's where we get a lot of our best big ideas. So I believe that we can have those Q2 moments in our downtime and our time away. So I'm hoping that by now I've convinced you that taking a break from your business is a really great idea. And studies have shown that as little as four or five days, we can really start to rest and rejuvenate and come back feeling more productive and more ready to tackle what's ahead of us. So one to two days is not a vacation. But in four to five days, we shut down our business, shut down that don't take the computer, and we leave and go someplace. So I want to also encourage you that a vacation doesn't have to be get on a plane and fly to Europe. Although, side note here, I am really excited that since that trip to Iceland that I just told you about, this summer we are taking our first trip to Europe as a family of four. And that has been a huge lifestyle goal of mine for the last couple of years, and we haven't been able to do it. But now we have the revenue and the business is in the right place, and we are able to make that kind of goal happen for us. So I am excited for that. But there are lots of trips that we do. There are lots of time away that I take that doesn't look like that. So whether that time away is just a staycation, maybe it's a business retreat, maybe a business coach uh, suggesting yours truly who has a business retreat, maybe that's still time away. Maybe it's a weekend away with the girls. Like if that's all you can do, do it. But I want to encourage you to find ways throughout the year. And I'm going to suggest once a quarter or once a season taking at least four or five days away from your business so that you can come back to it fresher, more excited, more ready to grow your business. So that's my little plug for vacations. And I really do believe that we can all find a way, as I say, even if it's just a staycation and you send the kids off to grandma's for a few days and you and your partner have a few days on your own, that's better than nothing. And one of my proudest moments as a coach was a few weeks ago when one of my longtime clients came to me and we were having a coaching session and she was struggling. She was with some of her goals. And I said, what's really important to your life? Like, what are some things you really want to achieve in your life? And one of the things was, she said, I really just want to take my first vacation with my family as a family of four, like our first vacation as a family of four. We haven't done it and I really want to do it. And that would make me feel accomplished and that would make me feel good. Like I'm, you know, not doing all this for nothing. So, you know, I paused and I said, okay, so why aren't we making that happen? So she went off, she thought about it. And then a couple of days later, I got a text message from her and it said, Leanne, I did it. I booked our first family vacation. We're going in a couple of months. We're going to the Cayman Islands. I was so 
thrilled for her because, again, this was a big life goal of hers. It wasn't a business goal, but I know that by taking this, it's going to fill her cup. She's going to come back feeling amazing and rested and connected to the people that matter most to her. And so if she's listening, I hope she is. Shout out. I think you're amazing, Jen. I'm so glad that you were able to make this happen. Now, the point of today's episode was to really teach you a few tips and tricks that I used to use when I worked in the travel industry. And I used to actually teach the busy professionals that booked our trips. I used to teach them what to do so that they could really enjoy this trip uh, that they were taking and spending thousands of dollars on. So I want to teach it to you too, because I think it's really helpful. And sometimes in the heat of running a business, we don't think about these little things that can make a big impact that can really allow us to enjoy our downtime or vacation. So here goes. Okay. So tip number one is I want you to decide before you go whether you will be checking in or not. Now, I want to actually encourage you to not check in. However, I know for some of you that that is just not possible where you are at, and that is a-okay. You're going to get there. But for now, I want you to make that decision. How much will you be checking in, if at all, and, and by doing what? So I know that sometimes when I travel, I won't take a laptop and I won't be checking emails, but I will post on social media because, again, I want to encourage my audience to be doing the same and I want to be inspiring them with the fun things that I'm doing with my family. So that is maybe a couple of minutes a day um, and not every day while I'm traveling. So depending on the trip, I'm going to decide what I need to do. Um, You might decide, you know what? I don't want to be on email every day, but I want to check in twice during the week and that's okay. But whatever you decide, I want you to make a commitment to it. So tell the person you're traveling with, AKA your partner, you know, your friend, if it's, if you're going with friends or just write it down, but make a commitment. That is what I am going to do. And no more than that on this vacation. Okay. So I just want to be realistic. Not all of you can completely check out and that's okay. But make a commitment to what you will and won't do and then stick to it. Okay? So that's tip number one. Tip number two is I want you to actually, before you go on your vacation, so starting about two or three weeks out even, believe it or not, this will make things easier. I want you to be telling all of your clients as you're speaking to them that you're taking time off. And I want it to be as part of your signature so that in every email before you go, this is not your out of office responder. I'll get to that in a minute. Before you go in your signature, it says, please note, I will be away from the office from June 20th to 30th and not checking emails at that time. And that's just going to be in your email signature for the entire two or three weeks leading up to when you go, because it's a subtle reminder to everyone who needs you, quote unquote, needs you, um, that you are not going to be available during that time. And it just primes them. But again, you've got to also verbally tell them this as well. So I would rather tell people two or three different ways than have them find that I was, I'm on vacation and they didn't know about it because that's not cool. Our clients do rely on us um, depending on where you're at in your business. So it's important that you let them know beforehand. And if you do, if you set them up for it, they're not going to be upset. They're going to be glad for you. They're going to be excited for you, but let them know and tell them verbally and in that email signature before you go. Now, when you actually leave, you're going to change that signature, right? Well, you won't be sending emails, so it doesn't really matter. So I guess you could keep it. 
but you're going to go into your settings and you're going to set your out of office for everything that you feel you need to set an out of office for. So definitely email, possibly voicemail if you get a lot of calls, possibly even on your social media, your Facebook message. If you're not doing that and nobody's going to be doing that, let people know that you're on hiatus so that, again, they're not expecting to hear from you in a day or two as they normally would. They're expecting to hear from you when you get back. And you're going to include the dates that you're traveling and the dates that you get back. But here's the thing. You're going to add one day to when you actually get back. This is tip number three. So if you actually get back, let's just say a random date, Monday, June 15th, you get back, right? You're going to tell them you're back on Tuesday, June 16th, because you're going to take Monday, June 15th for yourself. You're not going to be fielding emergencies, hopefully. You're not going to be taking clients. You're not going to be handling, you're not going to be visible in your business that day, okay? It's a dark day for you to just get settled back in with a cup of coffee and, you know, just working through those emails and just getting yourself back in the zone. I don't want you showing up on Monday morning feeling like you have to get back to 60 people and you've got client calls that day and you've got appointments that day. That's not a great feeling. So give yourself that little buffer day when you get back. And trust me, you're going to be so grateful you did. Okay. Before you go as well, I want you thinking about what can you get done beforehand so you're not scrambling when you get back. So here's what you do. You look at your to-do list or your goals list for the week or two after your return. Okay, so flip ahead in your calendar and look at what's coming up down the pipeline. Do you have a conference you have to go to that you have to speak at? Do you have a launch that's happening? Do you have a special email that has to go out? Do that before you go. Okay, so as much as you can, look at those top priorities for your first week or two when you come back and get them done the week before you go. Or make a plan to get them done or have somebody on your team do them. Because what that means is, once again, you're not going to be coming back feeling panicked. Like, oh my God, I have this big thing and it's got to get done on that, you know, three days after I get back, right? That's still stressful. And you're going to be thinking about that on your trip. And I don't want that for you. I want you to enjoy your trip. So what you can Tackle what you can before you go so that you're just alleviating some of that pressure for when you return. Okay? I hope that makes sense to you. I hope that that is something that you can do. And it might mean, again, the the two weeks before, you've got to get a little bit organized about that. You have to do some looking ahead and maybe doing a little bit more than you normally would in the two weeks before you travel so that you can really enjoy that time. Okay. Last but not least, I want you to lean on any team members you can while you're away. So if you're asking your team to do stuff for you while you are away, you need to make sure they have what they need to do those things while you're away. Seems, you know, seems like it makes sense, but oftentimes in the rush of getting ready, we forget about that. So speak to your team members a couple weeks before, see who's on first, 
Ask them what they need to get the job done while you're away and really empower them to take the reins. I want to encourage you to empower your team to take some of the pressure off you. So that might mean if you run a couple of Facebook groups as I do, it might mean assigning some admins. It might mean appointing someone to be an admin if you don't have one already, and it might mean asking your admins or your helpers to step up in that group and keep an eye on things and make sure people are doing what they're supposed to be doing in that group. It might mean letting the entire group know that you're going to be a bit MIA so they're not expecting you in there as often as you normally are, right? So just taking the time to set up those systems and again, asking for help, looking for people on your team or within your groups that can help you manage some stuff while you're away. And then they can report back to you again, not on that first day, hopefully, but on the week you return, they can report back to you, let you know of any issues or concerns so you can tackle them at that time. Because here's the thing, life is meant to be enjoyed. It really is. And it's why I went to business for myself, because I didn't want to spend my life sitting behind a desk, working for somebody else, staring at a computer screen all day, and neither should you. I want you to get out there and enjoy this summer. At the time of recording this, it's still May. It's still chilly out. But by the time you're listening to it, it's going to be hopefully gorgeous, and you're dreaming of some time away. So it's never too late to plan a summer trip. Believe me, I worked in travel. I know. You can pull something off. You can book a cottage. You can book a last minute, you know, um, hotel in another city for a couple of days. Um, but I really want to encourage you take some time this summer. If you're a wife, if you're a partner, spend some time with your partner because they love you and support you and they deserve it. And if you're a mom, spend some time with your kids. I'm tearing up a little bit as I'm saying this because I'm thinking about my own kids, but you know, they're only little ones. Oh my gosh, I've never done this on a podcast before. Um, they're only little ones. Mine are five and seven. I'm only going to have one summer with them when they're five and seven. And I really want to make that time count. And you really deserve to make that time count as well because life is not meant to be um, behind a desk. It really is meant to be lived to the fullest. So I hope, I'm still a little teary. Sorry about choking up there, guys. <laughs> Um, but I hope this episode made you pause and think about what's really important in your life and gives you permission to take some time away from your business. And I hope I was able to give you a few tangible tips that will help you do that as well. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great day and I hope you have a great summer vacation. Take care. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com.